It's fucking theater, dude. But they they drag him back out and they they ask him all the bullshit fucking questions. And <clears throat> dude, did you see him? I think it was yesterday, two days ago. He was talking about how. You know, he he doesn't really think that uh, mandates are the right word for it because, you know, oh, I know. mandates are so oh toxic. It's such a toxic word, you know, mandates. It's really just a requirement. It's you know, just a requirement. Requirement. Yeah. I, got, I got you a clip if you want to hear it. Uh, Frank, Frank, the Jews weren't mandated to wear a star. <laughs> they were just required to wear the star. <laughs> you, know, you see how it's a much softer tone, you know? <laughs> Mandate's so ugly. Required. They were required. <laughs> they, were requ- they were required to put their kids on the train, okay? Not mandated. <laughs> nah, nah, you don't show your papers, you're required. It's not mandates. You're required. <laughs> this fucking yeah, let's guy. Let's hear that clip. This, this fucking I love guy. Clips. He, he's a fuck. I hate this guy. Dr. Fauci, I want to ask you about vaccine mandates, in part because it continues to be a national debate. Uh, Dr. Scott Gottlieb comes on this program regularly, and one of the things that he has said repeatedly is that he believes it's possible that those mandates have become counterproductive, not just towards getting people to take the vaccine today, but what it does to the psyche of Americans around taking other vaccines in the future. Do you agree with him? No, I, I don't know where he got that. I know Scott well. He's a good friend. I'm not sure what he was referring to. I mean, mandates, that's a radioactive word. Requirements, (laughs) people seem to respond better to that. They work. If you look at companies like... Mike, they work. When you tell people they're going to lose their job and their home and they can't buy groceries unless they take this vaccine, Mike, that works. It works. (laughs) If you go to to all your employees and you say you either get the shot or you're fired and then you fire everybody that didn't get the shot, guess what? Everybody at your work is vaccinated. <laughs> it works. See, it works. You see, if we just kill everybody that's not vaccinated, then we got 100% compliance. What's wrong? What's wrong? It you works. put them in the camp. Put them in the camp. You, know? <laughs> you put them in a camp, and then you got free labor. You got free labor, and then you you got you got the unvaccinated in one spot. It's, it's a win 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 win. Airlines that require their their people to get vaccinated. They're about ninety nine percent vaccinated. Mm. The federal government, the federal workers, we have about ninety seven percent vaccinated, ninety nine percent compliant. You know, one of the problems is we're never going to get out of this outbreak. If we still have 50 million people who, for reasons that are still very, very difficult to understand, refuse to get vaccinated when you have a virus that's killed 800,000 Americans and caused 50 million infections. So if people still do not want to get vaccinated, sometimes you have to, for the common good, make requirements. Ah, requirements. Just make the requirements. For the common good, Mike. Everything he just said there. 50 million are unvaccinated? Well, that I thought you guys made a mistake on that. Well, according to Joe Biden, there's 350 million Americans. <laughs> vaccinated? Yeah. That's just the vaccinated, Frank. <laughs> and that's only, that's only three quarters. Well, okay. yeah, that's 350 out of uh, three, uh, 324 or whatever. It would be like 425 <laughs> if you did Joe Biden math. <laughs> You know, we just added we just added five Californias to our population. <laughs> you know, Dude, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever like these people aren't even he's not even talking science. You know what I mean? No, no. Well he's talking politics. That's what They're he's talking. Pure politics. Yeah. He's a politician now at this point. He has been doubt. since the beginning, to be totally honest, but the, yeah. I don't know. He the shit he's spouting now. I mean, look, he should not be out there talking about mandates or restrictions. That's not his fucking job. His job is to tell us is this disease deadly or not. Not seems like the answer. So step aside. Right. Let's let the pol- let's let the uh, governors and the politicians. Let's let the people we voted in to make mm. to tell us what a mandate is and isn't. So you're yeah. saying politicians should make policies? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Oh, that yeah. doesn't make We're sense. Something, man. <laughs> that doesn't make sense here. Huh. <laughs> the, dude, policy, politician—they almost sound similar. 
you know? Well, and I'm sure you have come across this. There's a bunch of articles all over today about the long lines at the COVID testing sites. Um, oh, I haven't seen it yet, dude. Oh, I saw the article. I haven't seen the lines. I've been driving past them every day. <laughs> well, and you need the articles to spook everyone. But by the way, if there are lines, everyone's about to travel all over the country this week. Of course, people are getting tested. Yeah, that too. You have to, to travel. The, dude, the WHO, the FDA, the CDC, everybody in the world is saying there's no reason for uh, people for j- just to test everybody. Like, if you're not symptomatic, there's no reason to test. For. It's the NFL rule, which they have initiated, where they're just not going to test you, or they're only going to test yeah, you if well, you're sick. Yeah, because seriously, what ends up happening is, if like, 330 million Americans, or 425, depending on who you believe. Go <laughs> <laughs> Biden facts. Yeah, if nobody had COVID, but we all got <laughs> tested today, I mean, you're talking, even at, like, a 10% uh, misfire... <laughs> Whatever you call it, you know you're gonna end up with 33 million positive tests. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That yes, are, that are wrong, and so that's the problem with testing everybody. You're getting these false positives. That's I'm not a hundred, all dude, of them. Well, that's what dude. LeBron's was false positive. He had to take like five tests to prove he wasn't sick. Yeah, dude. LeBron is a Superman specimen of a person. Like, literally, like, at 36, he is... He can literally do everything except grow hair on the front of his (laughs) 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 Did you see that shit going around? That picture was so funny. (laughs) You can only say that as a bald man. That's the only way you can get away with that statement. Because at least I don't try to hide it. That's the fucking gayest thing you can do. LeBron's kryptonite hair growth. (laughs) (laughs) MPB, male pattern baldness. Because it's all about. Joe Schmo Plumber, it doesn't matter if I'm bald, but you're like all about being famous and the oh, best. Oh man, the best he looking, hit it for know? a long time, man. Oh, that's so he funny. He tried so hard. So <laughs> funny, dude. Uh, the only thing LeBron couldn't defeat. That's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> only two things he's never been able to beat Michael Jordan and his hairline. <laughs> He even beat monsters from space with Bugs Bunny. But, but the hairline still eludes him. <laughs> oh, man. It's the sad, sad tale of the man who has it all, except the hairline. <laughs> It's, it's really funny because I'm making fun of him. I'm short and bald. Yeah, so yeah. Bald. No, no, more to laugh <laughs> at, at there. Than, yeah. <laughs> at least he's tall and a millionaire, you know what I mean, and famous. <laughs> I got to tell you, though, what's crazy about the NBA, like, look, first of all, LeBron, healthiest guy on the planet. Uh, he's a super freak human. You shouldn't be testing this guy if he's not, like, right. dead, you know, passed out on right. the ground, you know, dying from this disease. He, the guy is, he's clearly, he's capable of, you know, Dude, even if he ha- like handling. him, even if he has COVID, just let him play. Remember Michael Jordan, dude, that best game he played? The he flu had game. Fever. So, okay, well, you know no, 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 no. The flu game, you, you've tapped into something really nice here. I love this. This is one of my favorite things. The flu game, according to legend, right, and I, I did you see the uh, documentary? No, the one, no, the last, uh, the last never, dance. Yeah, I never watched it. Fantastic documentary. If you're a sports yeah. fan, if you're a Bulls fan, uh, you'll watch it three or four times, like I did. So absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just crying. Oh, I miss those days. But uh, yeah. <laughs> fam- famously, uh, Jordan had the flu game, and in this documentary, they they detail it and they go over how um, he orders. He's playing poker, and he orders a pizza, and the pizza that's a little suspect but they he takes it anyways he eats the pizza and he gets food poisoning and then he has the flu the next day and then plays the flu oh. game that's the that's the story 
Are you serious? The legend is Jordan went to Vegas the night before okay, <laughs> on a private okay, flight. Yeah. On a private flight, was up Living all night with. Yeah, uh, no, 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 he yeah. he went with. Apparently, according to legend, he he goes and meets Dennis Rodman in Vegas, and they party all night oh, long. Uh, yeah, or they fly out together. And uh, back then, um, Rodman was always going out to Vegas to hang out with like Madonna. Yeah, I was just and about shit. to say, who who was that? Uh, there was a comedian. He was just telling a story about Rodman. And how he went, he went to, he went with, dude, they were in LA and then they go to Vegas and then the, like they partied all night. The comedian said he fell asleep and, uh, Dennis Rodman woke him up the next morning cause he was like looking for a shit getting ready to go yeah. because he had to, he had to fly to Salt Lake city <laughs> yeah, for, the for the finals, game. For the finals. <laughs> for like game six. No, that's, it's a legendary, no, I don't know the com- comedian you're talking about, but it's a legendary yeah. story. Yeah. He literally had to fly from Vegas after partying all night to go play in the fi- in the NBA Finals. It's not only that. I believe Rodman, who s- didn't sleep all night, shows up, uh, gets ready for the game, and ends up having like a double double. Like pulls down like eighteen rebounds. Like it's just a monstrous game. The guy is just a- these athletes. If you're in the NBA, you're a super freak athlete. Okay, you you literally have to sprint for sixty minutes. Okay, that's absolutely. And then on top of sprinting, you're then leaping off the ground into the air and flying through the air and dunking a basketball ten feet off the ground. That's incredible. Yeah, that is. It's like it's constant sprints. That is the most amazing. Like basketball and soccer players, because soccer players are like that long distance, you know. But then basketball players are like those sprints. And then they get a lot of breaks. And this is also why this is a contributing (laughs) factor to the idea that uh, as to why a lot of um, soccer players around the world are dropping from heart attacks from the COVID vax, whereas you're not really seeing it uh, here in America because our sports are more kind of tailor made to, you know, commercial breaks. And, you know, they're only exerting themselves for X amount of time and then they're breaking. Whereas, or, you know, or baseball players where they're not even moving most of the time. (laughs) 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 I love watching the highlights of that Barlow guy, or what's his name? Oh, Bartolo Colon. Bartolo, yeah. yeah. He's he's a national treasure. He's just fat and round, but he's so athletic. It's <laughs> guys, <laughs> yes. If, if you have time to kill, moves. yeah, go YouTube Bartolo Colon. I believe his name. Oh, yeah, but yeah, Bartolo Colon. Yeah, dude. He is oh an God. enormous man, oh but God. he is light as a feather, and uh, he's so some, goofy yeah, looking. He reminds me of those like fish in the ocean that just like hide themselves in the sand. <laughs> you know, they just like they look like this fat blob, but then out of nowhere, just fast as lightning, moves and catches the prey. You know, just what a I graceful mean? Like, fat that man. Is, yeah, that is him, dude. He does these just ama- moves a ballerina couldn't make to catch the ball. <laughs> look, the thing about athletes, I I really I really really believe most at- people don't understand this. If you are an athlete in the professional sphere and any sport, uh, you are a super freak uh, human specimen. You are you are the oh, top. Yeah. You are the apex of human development. All all sports, yeah. male and female. I'm talking across the For board. Sure. And, and look, I would even say if you are a collegiate athlete, you are pretty much that's the top. Okay. Well, well, if you look at if you look at almost every professional athlete, they have a, a parent that was a collegiate athlete. Yeah. Uh, an Olympian, you know yes. what I mean? You you look at like a lot of these quarterbacks, they they come from like dynasties. Good genes, you know, man. Where the, yeah. the father, but yeah, it's a gene pool. You know what I mean? And and so look, uh, if you want to, if you really want to pinpoint a tiny fractional percentage of the public who is the least susceptible to this disease, it's professional athletes. <laughs> Like, yeah, like yeah, like from the college age all the way it's up into even, their forties. It's, it's not even COVID; they're least susceptible to everything. To everything, dude. <laughs> they, they literally break a leg and they're back in two weeks, man. It's unbelievable. Yeah, like they don't care. <laughs> their bodies. It's not just that they are also just freaks of nature when it comes to athletic ability, but their bodies are are genetically able to withstand certain different pressures more than ours, and also they recover faster. Yeah. That's literally just the truth. You know, these people, they're just, they're not only genetically uh, born this way, but they are also 
uh, nurtured all through life and designed uh, to be a supremely yeah, f- so built person. Tuned. Yes. So there's finely just tuned. there's just number one, yeah. no reason to vaccinate all these people. Oh, but I guess now uh, the NBA has to have boosters in February, right? Like, oh, super- not the players. Yeah. <laughs> really? They're saying not the players. No, it's not the player. I wasn't. No, I think it's not the players. I feel like they're I, now with the. Uh, uh, I gotta get this right, but here it is. The Omicron. <laughs> Ugh, sense chills up the spine. I know, man. I'm scared myself. <laughs> so scary. With the Omicron, they're they're going back to like hardcore. Uh, no matter if you're vaxxed or not, you gotta wear a mask. Like again, these are the healthiest <clears throat> fucking people <throat> on the planet. Why are they wearing masks? Why are why they, they like? Why are we doing health protocols for just the healthiest I just, people? Ever? I just I just watched Nuts. that 350 pound man sprint 100 yards. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. There's a horse. Nothing could kill that man. Nothing, you dude. Ma- you want to wear a mask? I'm, I'm pretty sure a bolt of lightning could hit him right now. He's fine. <laughs> 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 Do you see these guys? They're fucking monsters. Dude, I remember when I worked at Topgolf, a bunch of Bears players came. Nice. And, uh, like uh, active re- players? Yeah, they were like, yeah, they were like, you know. It was like special teams, like you know, people you don't really care about. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the girls still went nuts, dude. Those guys got, I think, you know, every, every single one of them got at least one. one yeah, what do I always say, dude? Never dude, feel bad for sports. The front athletes, desk, they girl, dude. The so front desk tail. girls were like, dude. The front desk girls were like sixteen, seventeen, and they were all hooking up with those dudes. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Pedophilia. <laughs> Dude, all I could think, all I could think is at the time I was working maintenance for thirteen fifty an hour, and I was like, I was like, dude, I'm not gonna fuck this girl because I got too much to lose. <laughs> You're playing for the Bears, dude. What is wrong? That's why these guys are all getting in trouble. What's wrong with you? That's why you get in trouble. The girls are obviously sixteen, right? Like, what the fuck, man? Make a better decision than the maintenance guy. You know? Look. I mean, you know, there's. But no, dude. My my point is the funniest part was there was a uh he was like a backup running back at the right. time. Yeah. And uh, he, me and him were the same height. Wow. Because we, <clears throat> we were both five. That's why he was a backup. <laughs> we were both five seven. Long story short. <laughs> Long story short. Dude, we were both five seven. But when I stood next to him, dude, he was like three of me. You like uh, I mean? oh, just in size wise, like dude, thickness was... and yeah. Because I was like 170 at the time, and he was about 230, 240. Wow. And yeah. just fucking, just, you know what I mean? Jacked. Like, yeah. The legs were, you know, like I wear sweatpants. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. it looks like I'm wearing sweatpants. Like, you can see this guy's muscles through the loose sweatpants. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this guy was a running back. You know what I mean? He looked like he was going to run over my truck. <laughs> They're they're built that way, man. They're they're designed yeah, like that way. Yeah, you were saying like they're so they're so fine tuned. You know what I mean? Like this guy's body was made to just it was literally just built to just grab that ball and run. Yeah, and so there's <laughs> look, there's two factors involved with the NFL and their COVID policy. And number one is ain't nothing coming between Roger Goodall and the Almighty Dollar. Okay, that's oh, number yeah. one. Oh, yeah. This guy's going to get his Super Bowls at full attendance, uh, you know, come hell or high water. He's going to make it happen. That, that's number one rule. Number two rule is Roger Goodell and all the other owners of all the other leagues and all the other commissioners, the dirty little secret that they are just refusing to say publicly is we have the healthiest humans on the planet. We have no reason to do any of these protocols at all. And so at now all, we're just the reason they're going to stop testing people unless they're showing symptoms is because they can't afford to have these false PCR tests um, put Tom Brady on the bench. Roger Goodall needs Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers facing off each other on Sunday. He needs it. Yes. It's part of the game. That's what makes the money. That's the sell. That's how people bet on the game because, you know, <clears throat> I'm more inclined to bet on the on the Packers game if Aaron Rodgers is in versus Aaron Rodgers out because he tested positive for COVID, you know, which he didn't, you know. Well, he did, but he probably didn't even have COVID. But they had to make a fucking show out of it because he wasn't vaccinated, you know. But even if he did have COVID, dude, like we're saying, he was fine. He was fine. And by the way, what's what's Tom Brady's vaccination status? Uh, I hope Tom Brady dies. Fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> fucking lost. <laughs> 
You fucking lost to the goddamn Colts, you fucking son of a bitch, dude. Colts are I better really than did. people think. I fucking thought... Tom Brady, you got... Motherfucker, you got more rings than fingers and you lost to the goddamn Colts, you fucking... <laughs> He lost because, uh, you know, come on. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers next, time you see him, next time you see uh, Tom Brady cough in his face, please. I feel, I feel like Tom Brady's at a point where he can purposely throw a few games here and there to make uh, a couple side bucks, you know. Just like the Lions. I can't believe the Lions are about to win this game. What the fuck is wrong with this world? God, every time I make a bet. Yeah. I, Sorry. No, you got to, um, you know. You got to just have a feel for what's going on. We're we're towards the end of the season. There, you know, people are locking in their playoff uh, positions. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, so yeah, now you're going to get kind of you know the the how did they win that game scenarios going on. You know, and it's like oh, yeah. oh right yeah there was a 14 point no, spread right. okay yeah I got it. <laughs> the, the Cardinals are playing to just like the Cardinals are playing to just like not get hurt. Well, you know, well for so as far as the Buccaneers are concerned, you know, we're hitting the point in the season where they're benching Fournette. Saving him for the playoffs. Uh, Tom Brady's going to sit the fourth quarter. You know, yeah. uh, that's, that's you know. Yeah, yeah, Which is right. basically uh, the entire NBA season. That's how they run the things, you know. <laughs> LeBron just sits for, like, you know, six months, and then he comes out, and he LeBrons, and then he cries when he loses, and then, you know, we start it again the next yeah, season. Kicks out, kicks out a couple fans, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. he, he is lay bitch, I'm telling you right now. I'm like, never letting that go, seriously. you fucking pussy, like, dude. For... You fucking pussy. Come to Chicago, God. I'm going to whoop your ass, dude. You fucking... <laughs> You heard it here first, bring folks. Hair, bring that hairline over here, bro. I'm a fucking. That's unbelievable. Call you the hairline over there. I'll tell you what. If and I don't, I don't think they'll win this year. They probably could. I feel like I saw somewhere there was like a time traveler that predicted they would win this year. Who? I don't know. You know it was Trump. No, I'm just... no, no. Who, who's gonna win the Lakers? The Lakers. Uh, you know, because basketball's rigged. Well, they also said uh, Hillary would win. Yeah, but dude, they got a yeah. Hillary. Uh, nobody liked Hillary, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Some people like LeBron. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. I like I like LeBron. I'll be honest. I I love to shit on him, but uh, <clears throat> I I do think he's one of those rare like generational talents who. Um, he will probably end up being more influential post basketball. Dude, he makes it so hard to love him. Yeah, like, well, as an athlete, <clears throat> he's just no, as in everything, dude. As a, like you're. Oh, okay, well, go ahead. I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, I think I think as um as a father, as a man, as a guy who takes his money and puts it where his mouth is and starts organizations that help the youth yes. and certain like you know um. He definitely worked very hard to get to where he was. I I, you know, I truly he, believe that's why I'm saying yeah. I think I think as a basketball player, he never everybody built him to be the next kobe the next michael he was neither honestly i just yeah. don't I, I don't i think when it's all said and done steph curry will be well, remembered I mean, as the best talent men. of our generation though i, I, I don't uh. dude <laughs> steph curry changed the game that's the problem that's i think the problem lebron has is steph curry entered the game and now there's nobody playing like lebron everybody the kids play like steph curry they're shooting threes from half court and Everybody so, wants to be him. Like, yeah, that's that a generational right. talent. Go, you know? You're right. It goes to who you see the kids. Like, what jerseys are they? Yes, wearing? It, they're emulating yeah. Steph Curry, not LeBron. Yeah, right. LeBron too. never reached the potential he was built to reach. It was an imp- insurmountable task. But he, he, the guy won like what three championships, four championships. He lost several times there. The guy literally, I think, made it to the finals like ten years in a row. He's he's really. He's I mean, good. He's talented. No doubt he's good. You know, uh, but I, I just don't think he never was going to be Michael Jordan or Kobe. Uh, guys who will be remembered forever in, in sports, you know, talk and sports legends uh, and all that stuff. But uh, unfortunately for LeBron, I think Steph Curry entered the league. And, and the it, again, it's who the kids want to play like, who the kids want to be. Who? What's the name kids are shouting out when they throw the shot up, right? You know, Kobe, yeah, remember, Jordan. Remember Kobe? It's Now it's Curry. <laughs> it's not LeBron. It's Curry, you know, and, and that's, that's... Okay, first of all, that shows how old you are because no kid is doing that nowadays. <laughs> no, I'm... So I'll tell you how, Mike, this is how hip I am. I was listening to a sports podcast recently, and uh, 
uh, I believe uh, there was a clip of Michael Wilbon talking about how his kid plays basketball and all the kids, he said, are just hucking threes. And they all are just like, they want to be Steph Curry. They want to be Steph Curry. Yeah. yeah. All, yeah. all the eight year olds out there. And that's how, that's a really good kind of gauge yeah. for where it's at. And look, hey, LeBron, I, again, I think LeBron will be remembered more for his, what he does off court than he, on court, he was a really great, talented, competitive dude, but he was kind of a bitch. And he kind of whined a lot. And he, he's kind of going to yeah, be, he's dude, really remembered for like flopping and kind of crying all the time. And like, and then like, I can't win with the, uh, I can't win in Ohio. I'm going to go to Florida. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, <laughs> seriously. Like he's like, yeah, he chased yeah, rings yeah. and that's what he did. And he's going to be remembered kind dude, of. My, like, that, the difference you know? was Michael Jordan came to the Bulls and he sat there losing, losing, losing. And they built a team and then they fucking dominate. You know what I mean? Do you know like, who else did that? Giannis. Uh, or Giannis Atanadupko. <laughs> Who? Yeah, he plays for the fucking Milwaukee Bucks, dude. He's the Greek yeah. freak. You don't know Giannis? I, don't, I haven't watched. I gotta be honest. I haven't watched basketball probably since Jordan. <laughs> and the reason is because the NBA is one step away from WWE. That's the reason. It's, yeah, I really don't like. I really lost. Uh, they really lost. It's me completely rigged. Uh, and I'm not saying. All sports aren't rigged. I I don't. This got buried. Uh, the NBA, or I'm sorry, the MLB had a massive expose hit them uh, a month ago, right before the lockout. Uh, basically, the MLB was experimenting with two baseballs, and they would kind of vary when they would bust out these two different baseballs during the entire year. Okay, all baseballs in the MLB are made from one single factory in the United States. By the way. Yeah, and so it's in Chicago, right? I think it is actually in Chicago. Uh, or no, it's in Illinois. I, I think it's in Illinois, because um, I know uh, WGN always goes there. Oh, really? Do, yeah, they uh, they go like check out. Yeah, I I feel like I remember them. Like uh, like on the morning news, you'll always see like we're here at the baseball factory. We've been in business <laughs> since 1905. <laughs> and then they get the guy, they get the guy that looks like he's from 1905. <laughs> 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 my, my grandpa started this in the depression, you know, or whatever it is. They're actually now made in Costa Rica. Okay, there you go. Yeah, thanks, Biden. Yeah, <laughs> let's go, Brandon. <laughs> they were made in. In Chicago until 2020, January actually. <laughs> so yeah, okay. baseballs have been rigged. Uh, this past year, it came out that they were rigged, and that's why baseball was statistically really wonky this year. If you're someone like me who plays fantasy baseball, um, you're very aware of. So what is the know, difference of the balls? I don't get it. One, they bounce, they go further. So it has everything to do with the stitching and the threading and how tightly wound the balls are and yeah um you could make a baseball theoretically like they do this for the all-star games this is no secret they've done it for decades they make a specific ball for the home run derby and the all-star games that is essentially quote unquote let's just say for lack of a better word juiced and the the you the ball you know Sale, uh, the second, yeah, the second it makes contact with the bat, it's just out of the park. Okay. So baseball has done that. They've been caught doing that over the years to, uh, this is kind of their way of boosting attendance or, uh, viewership, Mm. you know, uh, back in. Holy shit, dude. Can I tell you something? I don't mean to interrupt you, but I got to tell you, because I was literally thinking this right before I talked to you today. Yeah. Because I was watching football. Yeah. This is the first season I watched in probably seven years. Right. So it's been so long since I watched football that I remember this season when I first started watching it again, uh, I didn't know that the touchback was 25 yards. (laughs) Like when I first saw it, I was like, what? I thought it was 20. I thought, like, why did you change it? You know what I mean? And the one, the one thing that's been blowing my mind about these games is because uh, I always love to bet on the over-unders, you know what I mean? Right. And I, dude, I haven't done it in like 10 years. But you're talking back in high school, man. Dude, that shit used to be like 20s, 30s. <laughs> dude, I remember betting games that like the over-under was 28. You know what I mean? 
well, nowadays, yeah. nowadays it's 48. And these guys are scoring so many more touchdowns than they used to score. That's and I, it, rule changes, and look, dude. There's no defense the anymore. You changes. can't even tackle. No, that's what I was about to say, dude. So the MLB is probably taking this, doing the same thing because the, these 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 football games, dude. They're scoring every fucking goddamn time they touch the so, ball. They're well, every, let me tell you. Every drive. I'll tell you. you know? I'll tell you about the MLB. Here's the MLB. The reason why you can't make rule changes to the MLB is because. It is such an old game. It is the way it is. There really right. is American's not much pastime. outside of it. It's like they, changing the Constitution. Look, yeah, yeah. seriously. Well, they've done things like, um, in, so as pitching got better, they increased the distance of the mound to the plate, okay? They've actually increased the height of the mound, actually. They've done all sorts of little things and changes, but the thing about baseball is it's an old it's it's the oldest game, man, and and you you really you cannot mess with it too much. Otherwise, then the stats are meaningless. Okay, that's why uh, right. that's why they allowed players to juice themselves to boost ratings, but then they got busted, and so they're like, well, shit, we can't allow them to juice themselves because that's cheating uh, in a way that we'll get caught doing. So how do we juice the game without juicing the players? We'll juice the balls, and so that's what they did, and and. Uh, when it came out that they juiced the balls, like they do for the all-star games, they juice them up. They, um, changed the threading and did all sorts of things, uh, that, um, made pitching incredibly easy for pitchers. Then they got busted with that. Um, and then last year, what was interesting was the pitchers were just, um, cheating on a level that has not been seen in a long time, you know, like uh, just stuff on their hats. You could see pictures of, you know, relief pitchers coming in and there's just like, there's their normal blue hat, right, for the Cubs and the, you know, the red cap thing. And then, you know, right on top of the red is just a black smudge, you know, it's like, okay, <laughs> like well, pine tar, like... Yeah, like, okay, well, you know, there's, there's definitely, it's not a natural like sunburn there, you know, like, yeah, right, right. so, and what a lot of pitchers are doing, uh, a lot of what, uh, you're allowed to use <laughs> that, was, that, was like, that, was, that was like in the nineties when referees <laughs> would have to like pry the football off the wide receivers. Yes, stick them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now, yeah, now yeah. what was happening this year was they instituted a rule change where umpires would check the gloves and hats of and belts of all the pitchers coming off. Okay. That was, that was a thing that they did. And that was, in my opinion, just theater to cover from the fact that they were fucking with the baseballs. And then it came out this off season mm-hmm. right before the lockout was announced. The players are now in a lockout with the owners. Um, yeah. They're threatened. The bit, the season may not start on time and uh, it, will. it will. And, uh, yeah, but you know what they're going to do. They're going to get like halfway through preseason and then come to an agreement. Yeah, exactly. And look, the, the baseballs are they they fuck with the balls to increase attendance and viewership. I've never heard that. Yeah, it's, it, it's and, common and the, knowledge. The points, the, 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 the points are what sells. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. sa- same thing with football. You want the touchdowns, you want the home runs. Exactly. The, hey, look, you know? they're doing the same thing. Uh I really recommend it, it, this I can't believe every time I bring it up, no, everyone's like, what are you talking about? There's a podcast that came out last year. It was called whistleblower. It, oh, so good. It, and it was an inter- so It was a guy good. who wrote, I think he wrote a book or he just did this podcast, but it was an interview um, in the process of a guy who um, got in touch with uh, Pat Donahue, who uh, essentially, if you, if you believe the story, he's the only referee who was rigging basketball games in the nineties. <laughs> The only, the only one. one. The only one. And they caught uh, him. They got him. They caught him. They got him. Don't worry. It never happened again. Never <laughs> happened again. Never happened before. It was the only one. Well, uh, check out Whistleblower. Great podcast. It, it's like an eight episode kind of thing. It, it, yeah. The, I wish yeah, there was more. You turned me on to that one and I loved it, dude. I really, I got well, addicted to that. So, that was one of those ones you get lost in. Well, they interview a lot of mafia-based people in it, uh, people who are either still in Every, the mafia dude, or, Everybody. Yeah. People you can't believe. Like, mo- they're interviewing the mob guy. This that shit bribed. went all the way to Daniel, David Stern, who, who was oh, the yeah. commissioner at there's no doubt it's continuing now and then, with and then like top mob bosses yes top people in the nba people in politics politics like, dude, dude yes it involves that's everyone what got me. it was like fbi was it fbi 
yes, there are FBI informants yes. involved it was, in this dude, shit. It was like, That's why it got it buried, actually. The story was eventually so buried. So crazy. Yes, it's absolutely nuts. So crazy. It's like everything you believe is happening, it really is happening. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, and I'll give a, a, a basic rundown, essentially, is... Um, and this is so hard to believe. Go look it up, but majority, like a high over 60 percentage point, maybe in the 70s, of referees in the NBA come from the same town of New Jersey. In New Jersey. They all come from the same place, which is really fucking weird, okay? This place seems, apparently is very highly uh, (laughs) mafia-influenced, and, um... They all go to the same... There's a school that you go to for being a ref, and it's just a lot of stuff. Anyways, uh, the point of it is that the NBA, essentially, the way it's designed is to make money uh, in the gambling world, and that's all it's designed for. Uh, You could watch the point spreads change in ways that are always beneficial for the house, and uh, essentially, the NBA makes its money off of the gambling that goes on, and the referees are part of it. The referees are in on it. They are 100 percent in on on in it, in on it. Listen to whistleblower. They interview. Uh, I believe is Ben Wallace. A previous you will not. Yes, you will not believe the people they are interviewing. Yeah. And you previous will not NBA players, what these people yeah. are saying. Yeah, it's like nuts. It's, they basically it's, say it's, it's an open secret. Everybody in the NBA knows that there are refs rigging the game is, in it, real it is, time. Dude, Frank, it is very. We were just talking about this earlier. Really funny. It is very akin to. Everybody in Hollywood talking about Harvey Weinstein. Yes. Yes. And then it turns out he really was doing it. Or every comedian was talking about Cosby. You know what I right. mean? Right. Like, this is that story. It's like people are just talking about it, but they're just hoping nobody pays attention. <laughs> well, they buried it. They buried all these stories. And and so, look, here's here's the thing. I can... You can almost guarantee yourself LeBron James will be in the playoffs. LeBron James will be in the finals. Now, not anymore. Yes. Now, like Steph Curry, he'll be in the finals. He's going to win. Yeah. Right? Right. Last yeah. year, no Steph Curry. You know, like I don't even remember who was in the finals last year. Do you? <laughs> you know? Frank, I was too worried about Delta. That's right. I was in the finals of my life with COVID. <laughs> Okay, Frank. Well, the final. I don't know where you. It's all rigged. It's rigged for ratings. So you can guarantee yourself if it's a low ratings finals and they're going and it looks like it's going to be a sweep in game four or game three, like it was last year or whatever. It's going to go to game six. There's going. It's going to change. There's going to be a change. There's going to be a referee that enters the game that has a personal beef with Chris Paul, and then you know they're going to lose the next two games. And this shit is literally what happens. It sounds nuts. It sounds crazy. Uh, it sounds like conspiracy, conspiracy bullshit. But it's the actual truth and you can legit just in real time see the cheating essentially happening and in the whistleblower podcast they talk about uh what is the one thing donnie he says he always says that uh the nba is essentially just one step away from the wwe it's 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 so coordinated that it is almost uh wrestling like oh it's really just basically there if people knew the truth and that's the truth and look there's no way that nfl or MLB is any different. They just do it differently. I was say, they yeah, do it a little differently. Because the only reason the NBA would have to do that is because of like the amount of money you're dealing with, and all those other guys are dealing with that same amount of money. Once yeah. you get to that level, it's not about anything except money. It's ratings. You know I mean? It's ratings and advertisements. Ratings, yes, and yes, advertisements. It's all about the money. Yes. Yeah, you know the revenue. And look, LeBron. LeBron will know he's done when he stops getting invited to the finals <laughs> for free. <laughs> And by the, what I mean by that is, you know, he got to earn it. Hey, look, there's, and I'm a little biased here, but in 2010, the Bulls should have been in the finals that year. They should have beat LeBum. I, I still yeah. to this day, I can't yeah. believe Derek Rose and was robbed. He's a, talk about a fucking bum. Robbed, dude. Robbed. He's a bum. He's a bum. <laughs> he was always a bum. He was too good to be true. Fuck Derek Rose. Well, LeBron. You know I lost more money on Derrick Rose than Tom Brady's. Always never bet against Tom Brady. Go cough in his face. (laughs) (laughs) Never bet against Tom Brady. That's the moral. (laughs) No, no, I betted for Tom Brady. Oh, okay. What's your problem? I bet. I bet. I, I thought the Patriots were gonna win. Remember, I told you I had that ten dollar bet that was like four forty three hundred or whatever. 
You know what I'm saying? The, the, like my one guarantee that I thought for sure I was going to get was the fucking Patriots. <laughs> But you know, yeah, Colts are pretty good. I should, you know, I just had, <laughs> I fade the Tom Brady. I fade the Tom Brady. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Never bet against Tom Brady and never, never bet be- on the Bears. That's uh, what I always tell everybody. Uh, yeah. That's... <laughs> if you just bet against the Bears every year, every game, you're you're good. You're gonna be ahead. <laughs> hey, look, when it comes to like a like rigged rigging of sports and you know making it all about the advertisers and about the income uh you you bet your ass tom brady is going to be in that big final game every single time okay just like yeah, he draws those crowds just all, he got, all sports are he's like got that. the whole like northeastern part you know what i mean yeah and then and look and this is my own conspiracy like uh, the one i'm talking about right now i've been told a lot of this by people who are big time betters you know, I've, you know, read stuff, listened to some podcasts about it. My own personal, Mike, you've heard me theorize this, that if there's some sort of a natural disaster or some sort of event that happens in a certain city, uh, you can bet on that team in some si- yeah. sport entering the finals for- or being in the, yeah, so like... You've been saying that for a decade. I, I will give you that. Yeah, nine eleven uh, happened, so the Yankees go to the series. You know, right, uh, right. You, you know what I mean. Um, they need a pick me up. Well, whoever needs a pick me up. Katrina happens. New Orleans the is in the si- Super Bowl. You know, they win it. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like I feel like there's some element to that. Hey, can I tell you, Ben? That's one thing, uh, speaking of New Orleans Saints, uh, that was one thing, you know, like I said, I just started watching football again, you know? Right. One of the things that really blows my mind is you look at all these guys who break records now. Yeah. It's like, like, like you're breaking Drew Brees' record. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, back in the day, you broke a record. It was like, you know, you just broke Bart Starr's record (laughs) from 19... from 1934 you know yeah. what i mean oh yeah like, it's crazy but now it's like you're you, oh you just broke dan marino from 1999 what like i was alive no, 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 no. you know oh yeah that's gonna happen more dude actually they've been so back to basketball it's like actually so fast dude like dan marino is like fifth now on everything right right <laughs> <laughs> he, dude remember in our day he was like the, yeah, he was like the, the greatest one, he was like the number one guy. He had every record and zero Super Bowls. I remember like, when Brett Favre uh, took the like all time touchdown record, and yeah, and Dude, that was like ninety. That record was seven? broken in like four years. I can't even remember who. Like it, the game. Well, again, the game changed so much and became so offensive. You know that of course those did, records yeah. were going to be broken you know steph curry well, that, that goes back to what i was saying about the touchdowns dude they're crazy like that's how much those records can't hold up now you know what i mean dude, bart star you're number 50 <laughs> well here's a, actually a better here's a an interesting i guess question is when will we see some of the running back records of like um emmett smith broken Will we ever get a running back that I don't does think that, he'll ever I don't think know. see I think he'll always hold up because I, I think the running game is kinda gone. Yeah, like Yo, will we ever have a Barry Sanders love? in our lifetime? You know. Yeah, can I can I can I do something crazy here? You're gonna think I'm crazy, but let me finish my thought, right? Uh there's one movie I like to watch every few years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And that's Starship Troopers. Oh dude, classic. That's a yeah, Verhoeven. Yeah, uh, Terrible movie. Oh no, Verhoeven. <laughs> terrible writing, terrible everything. But let me tell you something. I might be man. saying it wrong. You watch that movie every every couple of years, every two three years. Every time you watch it, you're gonna be like, uh, "We're getting closer and closer." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like their whole world, like the way they operate and everything. You really pay attention. Do to Do you want to like, see more, <laughs> dude? Dude. <laughs> Uh, I think so, I, I think somebody came back in time from the future. Let me tell you Starship about the director. Troopers. 
Okay, Paul. Oh, please, Paul. I don't know anything about the movie. I'm just telling you that I love. Hey, I, I personally love Starship Troopers. It, oh, love it. Like if you just so like what'll happen is every two three years it'll just pop up on either Netflix or HBO or something. You know what I mean? And you just like see it and you're like, oh yeah, watch it. And then you know what I mean? That's what always happens. <laughs> yeah. so please, I would love to hear more about it. First of all, Starship Troopers was the first NC-17 movie to come out when I was of age to be like, oh, that's a thing. I didn't know that was uh, a thing. Because of the titties in the shower. Just, Ooh. yeah. Oh, well, well, here's what. We didn't jerk off to those titties. Okay, so Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, and I, I'm, I might be saying his last name, Verhoeven. He's, uh, he's a Dutch director, okay? He's, Mike, you will recognize. I'm going to name a few of his uh, films that he's done. Uh, Robocop. No way. The first one? Uh-huh. Uh, Total Recall. Uh. Starring, no, the first one? Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Total Recall. <laughs> yeah. uh, he did Hollow Man. Did you see Hollow Man? Yeah. Come on, Frank. With, uh, yeah. What's his name? Bacon? Yeah, Kevin Bacon. Or, yeah, he's mm. just an invisible guy, rich people. You ever yeah. see Jim Gaffigan? <laughs> Don't tell me uh, his success isn't directly correlated to his name, Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> just, just makes you hungry, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, everyone loves yeah, bacon, so, yeah. That's <laughs> everyone loves bacon, okay? I love Kevin Bacon. I just love bacon. <laughs> so what so, made him ahead. famous was Basic Instinct, which famously has the scene where um, Sharon Stone, I think it was, uh, uh, you know, uncrosses her legs and reveals her vagina to uh, the detectives. And the, uh, you know what I'm talking about? No, I have no idea. I gotta watch that. Mike, you're so young, I, dude. You never saw Basic Instinct. Dude, it's the greatest fight. I know. It's an I've erotic. Seen it. It's a it's a neo noir erotic thriller, bro. Come on. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't think I ever seen it. Who's I in think it? it was one of the first pussy reveals, like in Hollywood. Really? Or, yeah. You like, see the pussy? I feel like, uh, mm. like, look here. We live in a world now where we've seen all the pussy we can handle on TV and on screen, but I think for the time where like a slight little bit of clit was revealed, you know, like just you know a told, little clit. You know what I told this kid the other day that he didn't believe me? No, not me? clit. I'm just, <laughs> slit. No, no, you know what I told, slit. I know, yeah, the slit, but no, dude, exactly what I'm talking about. You know what I told this kid the other day that he didn't believe me? I was like, man, you don't understand. When I was a little kid, like one of the, like, I'm talking like within the first six months of starting jerk off. Uh, <laughs> what's that movie with Arnold personal. Schwarzenegger? What's that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh fuck, I can't remember the name. Well, you are you thinking Total Recall? No, no, no. Where he like takes off with a Harrier jet, and his like daughter jumps from a building. And yeah, you're talking. You're thinking of True Lies. True Lies, directed know, dude, by uh, James Cameron. By the yeah, way, I, 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 it's I a go, phenomenal dude, movie. I go, you don't understand in my day, like when I, like I jerked off to the scene of her dancing to <laughs> for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like so many, I could like in my mind I closed my eyes, I could picture the whole scene right now when he's playing the tape recorder. I know all the like, And they say we were better off without internet Cause, porn. Because yeah. it was uh, no but dude, I was like, dude, that to me was so sexy. And that's probably why we're one of the last people who like We'll see, like, just our girlfriend in lingerie or something, and it's so sexy. We still sexy. find things sexy, you know I mean? right? Yeah. You know what That's I mean? Funny, it's actually. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, man. What other movie? Uh, well, Paul, we so this, this director is all about the uh, risque. We got onto Starship Troopers. Oh, yeah. No, that's... Who's the director? Oh, the guy from Holland. Yeah, he's, he's Dutch. Yeah. Dutch, Dutch, Dutch. I don't know what that means. Anyways. He, he's notorious thing. for oh, no. directing very risque uh and um film you know films that cross the boundaries of what hollywood would consider okay to show you know and like is this porn is it artistic you know what i mean i i he just was all about that that was like his whole so thing so can i tell you something what i love about starship troopers is i really remember it being controversial the the scene in the shower the shower scene yeah i know and and what's really funny is he was like people were arguing that it was art right and like they were really they they really turned out to be right because nowadays we're heading way more we're way more closer to a universal bathroom than we are like i really believe the military the military is all about simple right yeah so when you start telling right. the military okay <laughs> now we need a woman's bathroom now we need a men's bathroom right right well now you need a men's woman's men's who want to be women 
women who want to be men. <laughs> like, eventually, the military is going to be like, we don't have the budget. We need bombs. Everybody's going to use one bathroom. Everybody, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Let me tell you about this one bathroom thing. I'm going to tell you an interesting anecdote about the one bathroom. And look, first of all, I don't understand the two different bathroom thing to begin with. There should just be two bathrooms because, look, guy, girl, something in between, we all just got to piss sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, really bad. You know, we should just be able to use whatever bathroom is there to go piss, okay? We can all just... We can all... Oh, we can, you think... Oh, my God, Frank, you might be a genius, bro. Are you saying separate pissing and shitting? <laughs> I wasn't there yet, but I like where you're at. But, no, here's here's what, what I want to... What are you saying? Sorry. I just want to tell you a funny story that I encountered uh, here. Because <laughs> I just wanted to preface it by saying, look... I, I I think to begin with, the two separate... Just have a bathroom, dude. We all do the same gut fucking shit in these bathrooms. We we, yeah, we dispose of our body, bodily fluids and stuff in these bathrooms. It just never really... Except for, like, in schools, I could see... I understand that kind of shit, whatever. But just look. Look, businesses, whatever. So, uh, Emma's place just opened... They opened up a new location. And uh, in the location, there is a bathroom... And on the wall next to this singular bathroom, the only one in the building, it says all gender facility. <laughs> and so I look at it and I walk up to the guy who works at the counter and I said, uh, <laughs> why do you have to specify all genders can use this one bathroom? <laughs> like, yeah, isn't this one bathroom only available to all genders? Like, do you really need the sign that says all genders are welcome? Like, if you didn't have the sign in front of your one singular bathroom that you have available, if you didn't have a sign that indicated that a specific gender could use it, would no genders use it? Would nobody enter? <laughs> because it didn't specify? Must you specify that all genders can use it? It's a bathroom. It's the only bathroom. Do we need any specification other than this is shithole. The, you know, like, like, you know, yeah, poop room here. <laughs> like, well, like, why? You, one I, bathroom. I though. You don't need to specify that this is for all genders. If there's one bathroom, then it's for every gender, dude. <laughs> like, what the can fuck? I, Frank, can I tell you something? Uh, as a plumber who goes into a lot of bathrooms, <laughs> uh, a lot, some people are doing the all-gender bathrooms, but most people are just turning it into employees only. Yes. <laughs> Smartest move the, of the modern era. That is the God's honest truth. Employees you know only. Saying? Yeah. Well, I just love, I love specifying. By the way, this location is in Boulder, Colorado. Um, they love to be they. <laughs> <laughs> over yeah. there and uh it's 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 part of the culture there and so much so that you have to specify that your one only bathroom is you know for everybody you know not just you know we're not going to specify male or female for this bathroom <laughs> we're going to say all genders like what 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 the fuck man where like first of all here's the thing <clears throat> yeah there's a company so who makes those signs then a person went out there and bought this sign the sign was then purchased, shipped, all this stuff happened so this stupid fucking sign could be placed on top of this bathroom or next to this bathroom to specify a very stupid idea that nobody needs to even think about. Nobody. But there it is. It's there in your face. Oh, all genders. Oh, 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 yes. Let me, oh, my God. Oh, no, oh yes. yes. Oh, yes, of course. This is the, oh, yes, this is the place I would. I will. <laughs> now I will only visit this all gendered place. You know, like, what the fuck, man? I. This is language shit that we just don't need. We don't need it. I don't need to know. I wasn't this. even going to ask you until I saw the gender-only bathroom. I didn't but even need have, to piss till I came in. But, but, but do you have already peeled hard-boiled eggs? <laughs> <laughs> I know you do because you have the all-gendered bathroom. <laughs> do, do you also have uh, already peeled oranges? Yeah, I would like one of those. You fucking goddamn. I, dude, that's seriously, it's, that's virtual, that's virtue signaling you, no, in a you, way, you, I, a level I See, I thought you were going in a different direction, and I really liked it. 
I think we should have just two. Ba- like, no, you can't okay. do that because then everyone knows what you're doing. No, yeah, but that's the best part. Is like we've come to the point where we can no longer like. Okay, I'm gonna agree with you. Gender and sex is a spectrum, but shooting and pooping is not. <laughs> there's no in be- there's no in between. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pooping, I mean, pooping and pissing. There's no in between. So, so okay. Instead of men, woman bathroom, we'll just go pissing and pooping bathroom. I think it's simple. It's just one or two. Yeah, no, but what's really funny is the pissing bathroom would literally just be the woman's bathroom plus men because no woman's going to admit they're taking a shit. (laughs) (laughs) The other bathroom would literally just be men shitting. (laughs) Free and easy. Free and easy, baby. (laughs) Uh, So I got to tell you, man, it happens all the time where I'll be working in a woman's bathroom. Right. Like a uh, just, like in an establishment, like a uh, like a commercial place. Oh, uh, dude, the 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 wor- the the worst, the worst is the Greyhound bus station, bro. <laughs> First of all, you go there and it's never one toilet, right? Because <laughs> there's there's six toilets, right? Right. And everybody that works there. Is, oh, did I tell you about the deaf guy? No. Oh, it's crazy. The deaf guy blew my mind. But anyways, so when uh the um <laughs> when you get a call for a a, a female everybody that works there is a man. Right? <laughs> yeah. So only the homeless people that are living in the station and like the scum of the earth that take the bus. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Who's taking a bus nowadays? If you're taking the bus, I'm assuming you're a felon and you don't want to go to the airport. You don't want to go to the airport. Why else would you take a bus? It's more money than the airplane. And instead of three hours, it's 27. Like, what? Are- you're there because you're a felon. That's it. Anyways. So by the time they call you for the woman's bathroom, right. it's because so many like women are out the door, there's only one toilet working. <laughs> it is good for me and like the plumber because I'm gonna walk out of like I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna pocket like six, seven hundred bucks for like three, four hours of like some very hard, disgusting work. But it's good money. You know what I mean? For like, sure. <laughs> it's you know. My life. Anyways. <laughs> but anyways, the problem is, dude, it doesn't matter what the fuck you do. So anybody that doesn't know anything about Greyhound in Chicago, well, anybody that doesn't know anything about Greyhound, every bus station's in the ghetto. <laughs> dude, so you're like, you, dude, I could literally seal off the door, like the doorway. I put I put cones, I put barriers, <laughs> oh, no. I put the tape across the entranceway, I put caution tape, I do everything I can, but the women still come in. And so while I'm trying to, like, you could literally hear this woman just blowing up the toilet and clogging, she's, sometimes you unclog a toilet, and while you're unclogging another toilet, they clog the toilet up again. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not even joking. And all you do is grab your clipboard and charge for another toilet auger. <laughs> because they just flush their fucking pads and shit down there. I imagine yeah. they're flushing uh, other shit down there too, to be honest. Probably drugs. I don't know. It's fucking... But anyways, my point is... Is the women blow up the toilets just as bad. When you're sitting there, you're hearing women want to take a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, god damn. Fucking just as bad as the men at Home Depot. You know what I mean? Like, god damn. So, we're all the same as far as shitting and pissing goes. So, let's just have a boys and girls, you know. We should have a pissing bathroom and shitting bathroom. That's my whole, you know. It's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Should just be a universal man. We should just go universal, like whatever. Everybody just use one bathroom. Fuck it. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> well, Mike, we're hitting that two-hour point. I think this is where it always gets. Uh, we get cut off we here. Yeah, start another episode. That's <laughs> restart. We got we got clips to hit. <laughs> I think I'm out of. I actually have a ton of clips from the last show we never even got to. It's unbelievable. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's restart it. <laughs> let's just do a couple of clips. 
We need more. <laughs> nah, I don't know. Is anybody listening? Always, Mike. We always got people listening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, everybody was listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And uh, we gotta, I got to hit it, actually, Mike. This is it for me. Oh, all right, for sure. Hey, everybody, really, seriously, thank you for listening. Uh, tune back in. This was the sober cast. Yeah, we're, do- we're doing another one, right? Yeah, whenever you're ready, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mike, it was great talking to you. Hey, see y'all later. <laughs>